everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode, and I hope everyone's day is going very well. Well, guys, today I had a question, and um, I think it was worth a um, short podcast on it. The question was, uh, a friend of mine called and said, hey, I don't have electricity. Now, um, this friend is actually connected to the grid. Like any other home, it's just, you know, connected to the power grid. Um, but they do have solar panels on their roof, right? So um, they called me and they said, hey, look, we don't have any power. We're, we're trying to figure out what's going on. I said, I thought you guys are connected to the grid. They said, we are. I said, well, then you guys are just having a blackout. They said, yeah, we're having a blackout, but we have solar panels on the roof. So how come we don't have power now? And that's when I realized that they don't understand their solar system. And so what they have is a grid-tied system with no battery backup. So most grid-tied systems are um, basically just pushing power back to the grid during the day. Okay, There is no emergency backup and there is no battery backup. So what I told them is that um, your... Your solar system is not um, um, hooked up in a way to give you power when you don't have power. And they were completely confused. And so I had to break it down for them and, you know, kind of go back to the basics and tell them that, you know, you guys have a certain type of system. When you're connected to the grid, most of the times you'll just have a grid tie system where during the day power is being pushed back. Now, if you were looking for a battery backup emergency system when if when the power went out, then the system that you have there would actually be different. You'd still have solar panels on your roof, but the total overall installation of how it's connected would be different, right? Because essentially a grid-tied system works like this. Solar panels, they go directly into a charge controller slash... Um, inverter of a sort i should say that basically gets plugged right into your wall or is wired into your electrical panel right and that is basically just pushing power back to the grid during the day so when the sun you know goes down there's no extra power and when the power goes out there's no extra power because there's just no battery backup so i explained it to them and you know at first they were confused of why they didn't have power because they thought that if even if there's a blackout, they should have power, but that's not the case, right? So for those of us that live completely off the grid, like I do, um, we don't have the grid available to us. So we are not pushing power back to the grid. So our systems would be considered a, you know, a off grid system, a independent power generation system. Okay, so yeah, I just thought that was a weird question because I thought they knew that. And then when, <laughs> when they asked me like, hey, we, the power is out at our house and we have solar panels on the roof, but we don't have power now. And so, um, yeah, that was kind of interesting. The other thing is too is to keep in mind that when you have a grid tie system, and you don't have any battery backup or emergency backup 
battery storage. Even during the day, if there's a blackout, you actually don't have any power in your home because it's pushing it. It's technically still pushing power to the power lines going back to the power company, right? Now, if they have a blackout because they shut the line down or whatever, that still doesn't mean you have power, right? Because it's only a, it's basically pushing it only one direction, you know? It's not set up in a way to basically run your home in more independently or as a emergency backup. So, yeah, I, I never got asked that question before because I just thought, you know, most people would know that when you have when you're a grid tie system, you know. But I think what it is is that when they purchased the house, um, it had solar on it already, and you know they're not too familiar with how solar in general works with batteries and all that kind of stuff. So they were assuming that they had this extra power and they didn't know how to turn it on in a blackout, but they don't. <laughs> so now you can do a grid tie system with battery backup. You can absolutely do that. So there is more than a way to skin the cat, as they would say, right? So grid tie system with no battery backup. Then you can have a grid tie system with battery backup as emergencies. Uh, and then you would go, the next one would be off-grid. So those are basically the three main scenarios that you would fall into if you're, if you have any type of solar, right? Um, you know, that's a question I do get from time to time because I do have so much extra power from my home, from my solar system. You know, a lot of comments I get on my YouTube channel is, why don't you push it back to the grid and get paid for it? Well, I can't push it back to the grid. Because there is no grid. The nearest grid or the next power pole, the, the nearest power pole is about 20 miles away, guys. At least 20 miles away. So there is no way for me to push power back to the grid, right? Now, let's say that I could push power back to the grid. Well, here in Hawaii, you can no longer get paid for pushing power back to the grid. Okay, you don't get paid any money. They put they they stopped that long time ago. So the way it works now is that if you are connected to the grid and you do have solar, uh, and you have a lot of extra solar, um, basically you st you basically zero out, but you still have to pay a I think it's like a twenty dollar um, surcharge to the power company, no matter what. Every single month, even if you're zeroing out and you're using no power because your solar panels are put producing so much power, it does not matter you still have to pay them $20 a month, the minimum, the surcharge. Yeah, it's kind of a catch-22, yeah. Now, they also made it that if you push too much power back to them, like over, um, how do I say this? Normally, okay, so normally here in Hawaii, in order to put solar on your roof, you have to come out and size the amount of power that your home is consuming or using on average. And that's how they're going to size the system. In order to qualify for the permit, to, to get the permit to pass, um, you cannot actually have more you cannot have more solar than what is actually needed for your home. The reason for that is because they won't give you any, they're not paying you for any of the power you're pushing back. All you're doing is zeroing out, right? In fact, they made it, it's very ironic how they did this. And um, it's frustrating to tell you the truth because let's say that you have a lot more solar panels than you really need on your home, like a lot more. So you're pushing back power and you're zeroing out. Well, here's the thing. 
if you push back too much power, the power company will actually charge you for pushing back too much power to the grid. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, if you are connected to the grid and you want to put solar on your home, at least here in Hawaii, um, yeah, you're not going to get paid for it. Okay. And in fact, if you push too much back, they're going to charge you. It's weird. They will charge you for pushing power back to them. Yeah. Now, the only exception where you can do a scenario where you can push power back to the grid and get paid for it is if you develop and put infrastructure in for a commercial permit. Okay. The commercial permit you have to meet certain guidelines. They have what's called tiers. They have tier one, tier two, tier three, and so forth. Okay. And in these tiers is basically, it's a limit. Every tier is a limit of the amount of power that you can push back. Right. So the higher the tier, the more power you can push back. But you also have to pull permits for all those things. Right. You have to set it all up in a commercial entity, essentially, to do it. Because at that point, you are now... Um, a producer of energy. It's not like it's not like you just have a couple solar panels in your house. Like you have land, like a ton of land that is dedicated to generating power, and your whole deal is commercial based, and you're selling all this power back to the grid. Now here in Hawaii, we do have um, a couple scenarios where we have some wind farms. We have some commercial wind farms where they just you know they sell all the power back to the grid at a certain rate. Okay. Um, and then we do have a um, solar um, commercial setup here in Hawaii. And um, that is also tiered and it's commercial and that pushes power back to the grid and they get paid for it. Okay. So um, it is possible, but it's a whole different ball game. You know, a whole different ball game. I mean, you have to actually qualify to have more than enough, like a certain amount of power. That you can say that you can push back. And it has to be a lot. Like a lot. In order for you to even qualify for the tier to begin with. And then once you get to the tier level. And you pass the permits to do what you need to do. And you come, they have a um, power purchase agreement with you. You cannot actually. You can only be within a certain range. So if you used to add more power. And you hit your, your high threshold of how much power your permit. Or your setup is set up for. And your power purchase agreement is for, um, they'll actually cancel your agreement because you're pushing back too much. Or you will not have to tear up and get different permits and make a new power purchase agreement with the power company because now you're 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 getting bigger. Right? So um yeah, there's different scenarios to everything, guys. Um, but for the common person, for the everyday household, um, yeah. Uh, you just, here in Hawaii at least, all you do is zero out. You still have to pay a surcharge of like 20 or $25 a month no matter what. Um, other than that, if you're off-grid like myself, you don't even have to worry about the power grid. You just do your own thing. You're rocking and rolling for with free power every day, you know. Um, costs money, obviously, to set everything up. But, um, you know, once it's all set up, you're pretty much, uh, you know, home free because it's just free power day in and day out. No problems, as long as you set it up right and plan it right. But yeah, I just thought that was a kind of interesting phone call to get. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I thought you guys were on the grid. And they're like, yeah, we are. I'm like, well, then you guys just have a blackout. They're like, yeah, but why? But why? 
I'm like, I don't know why your power company is having a blackout right now. And they're like, no, no, we have solar panels on our roof. So how come we don't have power now? And I had to kind of explain it to them. And then they're like, hmm, okay. And they're like, well, the, the, the comment they had after I explained it to them, they're like, well, I wish we would have known that when we, like, no one told us this. And so, you know, it could be frustrating, I'm assuming, for some that have this scenario that comes up and you're unaware of how your system works, right? So, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Just wanted to kind of put that out there. I thought it was just an interesting conversation that I had with someone. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it is what it is, guys. See you guys on the next one.